Okay, good morning. Today's daf is daf vav. Today's shir is le'ilu nishmas chanazal de bas binyamin. May she have a may her neshama have an aliyah. May her memory be a blessing. It is also for a full shleim of shayna bas gita. May she have a complete and speedy recovery. Okay, so we're going to go from the second line of vav mudalef six a. And just remember the gemara raised the machlokes rava and abaye. Whether a yadayim she'ena mechichos havim yadayim, or is a yad that is not clear, does it count as a yad? We know by what we're saying is, we know by nadorim that a yad works. I, even if you don't say the full expression of a neder, the yad still takes effect. That the neder still takes effect if you use a yad. Now that's where it doesn't have to be 100% clear, but it's basically clear what you mean. That's definitely a yad. The question that Abaya and Rava are, where it could, it leans to one way, it's more likely that you mean one thing, you mean the nether as you would expect it, but it could mean another way. Does it count as a nether? And Rava says it does not count as a nether, and Abaya says it does count. Again, yadayim sha'eno mochichos, a yad that is not clear, that's what we're discussing. Obviously, a yad that is ambiguous, like completely ambiguous, or too little to even know what the person's saying, that would count. And then again, obviously on the other extreme where it's clear, again, not 100%, but le- uh, strongly clear what he does mean, what his intent was and what he's saying, and it is a yad, the discussion here is about halfway. Now. We, they wanted to say, Abai and Rava wanted to say, that they fit in with both Tanaim. There's a machloikes in Gitin, how clear does the get document have to be? The Rabbonon are more lenient. They hold as long as you say, um, what was it, um, you're permitted to all, to all men, that's a good get. Again, why? Because it's implied that, and this is the document that I'm using for to separate us from each other, and now you're free to go and marry other men. I'd say Yad, I, all it says is you're permitted to other men. Again, it should add on through this document, and you're completely re- released or something like that, but it's a Yad, and a Yad's good. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, you have to add in. Through this document, you become uh, free and abandoned, and he uses a few similar such phrases. So we see that Rav, um, Rabbonon holds you do a yad, Sha'ina Mokhiach is good, is a good yad, and Rabbi Yehuda holds it's not. Now Abaya came along and said, oh, well, this is, I'll, I'll mention Abaya now because that's who we're going to challenge at the moment. Abaya says, I fit in with both of them. Granted, Gitin is different to Nadorim. But Gitin, Rabbi Yehuda says it's not a yad. Um, because there the pasuk requires krisos, a high level of clear separation, cutting off of the man and wife. So that's why you need a yad. But in most cases, but in a nedorim, in other cases like a neder, Rabbi Yehuda would agree that a yad she'enomochiach counts as a yad. So that we go to challenge. Again, the assertion that we're challenging primarily is this that a buyer says, everyone agrees Banadorim that a Yad Sha'ina Mochiach is a Yad. How are we going to challenge that? By bringing cases where we see at least one opinion, someone holds that, it is a, that it does not count as a Yad. Because again, according to Abaye, everyone holds 
a yad sha'ina mukhiyach, by a neder is a neder. So may say, they challenge the baye. Harehu olai, harezeolai. If someone says this item, let's just use the example of a loaf of bread, I, this bread is to me. Behold, this bread is to me. Or behold, this is to me. Okay? Asur mimneishehu yad le korban. It's forbidden because it's a yad to a korban. That is a very similar phrase, and very often a person would say, Behold, this is to me a korban. It's the same, behold, this to me, pointing at a loaf of bread. What's he saying? Behold, this is to me like a korban. So we know what he's saying, and therefore it counts as a yad. Now the Gomorrah points out, um, but we see he has to say Olai on me. Who do also? That's when it's also also. Avaloi Omar Olai. But if he did not say Olai, law it would not be also to him. I if he just said, Behold this bread without saying Olai is to me, that implies that it would be invalid. It wouldn't count as a netter. Now that, if he says, Behold, this is to me, Haray Olai, Haray Ze Olai, that's a Yadai Mukhochos. That is clear what he means. Why would he be pointing at the loaf of bread and using the phrase like someone designates a Korban, Behold, this is to me, or Behold, it is to me? That's a Yad Mukhiyah. And the Brahisa says he has to say Olai. If he just said, Behold, it is, <coughs> That's not a valid yad according to this b'risa. Now behold it is, is a yad sha'enu mochiyach. It's most likely that he means, by using the phrase haray, haray hu, haray zeh, most likely he means like a korban. Because why else would you say, using this phrase of haray hu, behold this bread is. You know? So, but it's not mochiyach. And what do we see? This tana holds that it has to be mochiyach. You have to add in a lie. To you to the buyer, again, this is a challenge on a buyer, as we pointed out, because a buyer says everyone holds by a neder, by nadorim, you don't need yadai mochichos. So Omar Lacha, buyer, buyer says, no, time to Omar Alai, who do asur, the reason it is only asur if he says Olai. Aval Omar, harehu, velo Omar Alai, but if he just said, behold, it is, and he doesn't hold, say, behold, it is to me, says, harehu, have care. He could be saying, Behold, it's Hefker, or Behold, it's Doko. Kaomar is what he's saying. I, what's Abai saying? No. If he says, Haray, who alive, Behold, it is to me, then it's Ayat. And that's why it's valid. If he leaves out Haray or lie, if he leaves out the or, or lie, it's not that it's an inconclusive, it's not that it's a Yad Sha'inomachiach, it's not a Yad at all. Because he might be saying one of two things. He could be saying, Behold, it is to me like a korban. Or he could be saying, Behold, it is otzadoko. Or behold, it is hefker, ownerless. What's a, so Abai is re He says, no. In this context, behold, it is to me. You have to say a lie. Because if you don't say a lie, it's not even a yad. It's too ambiguous to be a yad. Not even a yad. So therefore, so, so that's how Abayah defends himself. The one says, Oh, says, but wait, the Brisa said that 
the reason the bread becomes forbidden to him when he says, Harezu Allah, pointing at, again, as I said, bread's just an example. I'm giving a loaf of bread in front of him, that's all. We're showing him, but it's any item. This bread is also, this bread, is, behold, this bread is to me, Harezu Allah, is, is a valid yad, is because it's very, it's like he's saying, behold, it is like a korban. We never thought that when he was using the phrase, Harehu, that behold, it is like a neder to tzedakah or a declaration of hefkeh. That, nev- that never entered our mind. We always thought that array, or the phrase harehu is introducing like, like a korban. That's the language that people would use to dedicate an animal. So again, the language that you want to make it to forbidden to you. Pardon? Is it the same language you want to make it forbidden to well, that's, Yeah, so when you say, again, one of the primary ways of making a neder is being what's called matfis connecting it um, to something that is also. So I say, behold, this bread is also to me like a korban. So, and Harei Olai, or Harei Hu Olai, is the language, Harei Hu Korban. Harei Hu Olai Korban is a language that people would use to sanctify animals. So when he points at the bread and he says, Harei Hu Olai, ah, sounds like it's very clear to us that he's saying, like a korban. So... Yeah. So, so, so again, so we're stuck up by it. This price does seem to be saying that you need a Yad Mochiach. And if it's a Yad that is not Mochiach, it is not valid, which is a challenge on a buyer who said that even reviewed or you don't need Yadai Mochuchos. So, no, this is how you must explain that price again to fit in with the biases. Time at Omar Olai, who also the Mutar. The reason, if he says Olai, it's that. He is forbidden, but his friend is permitted. Amal Omar Harehu, but if he just said Harehu, Masurim. It is a valid neder because you don't need Yad Mochiach, but both parties would be also. Why Dilma Harehu Hektesh Kama? Because maybe he's actually saying, I am devoting it, I'm donating it. Behold, it is Kodesh, it is sanctified to the base Amigdash. So again, what's happening here? And he's, a buyer's got to defend his view that if a person says uh, uh, inconclusive, an inconclusive yad, it still counts as a neder. So why then does the Mishnah insist on him saying, just leave out a lie, and is a yadayim mochichos. It's very likely that he means, or quite likely that he means, Behold it is to me, like a korban. Otherwise, why would he be saying, behold it is? That's very similar to the language of korban. So very likely, that's what he means. Or, I don't know about, what's difficult to say, very likely or quite likely, is because if it's too unlikely, if it's not likely enough, then it's not even a yad. If it's very likely or extremely likely, then it's a yadai mochichos that everyone agrees is good. It's just this in-between stage of quite likely, what he means, that we're, that we're discussing, a yad that is not so clear. But again, so if he says, so what Abai answers that Bryce says, no, why it has to specify or lie is Olai, is that when it becomes forbidden to him, but permitted to all other people. If I point at a loaf of bread and I say, it is to me, behold it is to me, and that's the language, that's a yad, that's a language of a, of a netter, and it becomes forbidden to me, but permit, it's still permitted to you guys. I'm going to ginger cake, so if I say this, is, this cake is poison to me, but if I say this cake is life poison to me, 
I don't want to go into it. Hatfasa has to be done on something that's also through a nether. Yeah, so that says like poison to me. Uh, there's no luck poison. Poison uh, is not a nether. Like, uh, so it has to be a korba. Remember, how does something become a korba? Let's just, let's just through a nether. Yeah. Yes. Can it be any yad that is left over a yad connected to a korba or connected to No, any, any yad. A, what a yad is, is a partial statement that implies a nether. Okay. That, that's where, and that's where the confusion comes in. We, we're measuring how likely does it have to mean when you said that yad, when you said that partial statement, did you mean a nether? No, that's what I was trying to work out. Um, so, again, if a person just says, I hate phones, I hate bread, that's not a nether. That, it could be saying, and you, yeah, he could mean, and therefore I'm saying they're also to me. I'm taking a netter against eating. Yeah, something like that. But um, but again, just by saying, ah, oh, ah, carbs are terrible for me. No. You know, that's not again. He could be saying carbs are terrible for me, and therefore I'm taking a netter against eating them. But it's, he said, really, what he's saying is just saying I acknowledge how unhealthy they are, and I want to yeah. try and eat them less. Yeah. But if he says something, behold, carbs to me. And why is he using that language of hooray or lie? Again, for us, it's not so, we don't use the language of haray or lai korban, so it's not as clear to us, but for them it was a standard language of dedicating an animal to a temple, which obviously had flowed for even longer. That terminology, behold it is to me. So if I say to bread, behold it is to me, it's quite likely, or behold it is to me, very likely that I'm saying like a netter. What else would I be meaning by saying, behold that is to me? That must be meaning a netter. Okay, why is it a yad? Because I'm not using the word behold it is also to me, or behold it is a korban to me, or I take a nether on that bread to me. You know, I'm not using any of the clear terms of nether or also that that bread should be also. That's the, that's the important point of the yad, but it's implicit what I mean. That what I'm, what I'm, you can work out from what I'm saying what I mean, and it's pretty clear. It's got to be pretty clear. If it's absolutely clear, or very, not absolutely, if it's very close to clear, then it definitely counts as a netter. If it's totally unclear, like we discussed some examples, then it definitely does not count as a netter. The point here is where it's, again, somewhat clear. It leans, it's leaning to implying one thing, but it could actually mean another thing. So let's just read this line again. So again, if he says, this bread is to me, then he could be mean. Then he means this bread is also to me as an error. That's a valid yad. And but to other people, it would be mutar. He's just taking it on himself. Again, the assumption is that it's his bread. Remember, you can never also someone else's property on someone else. Um, and then just. But if he says hooray, who? If he just says behold this bread, and what does it sound like he's saying? Behold this bread is like a korban. He might actually be sanctifying the bread. So it could be one of two things. It could be him when he just says, Behold, this bread is, behold it is, Harehu or Hareze. He could be saying either also to me, also to us, like a korban, I just taking a netter against eating it, or he could be saying, Behold, it is a korban. He's actually making a korban and that it's also to everyone. And we have a principle we'll learn it later on in the Masechta, so I don't want to go into the details now, but they're, they're, whenever this intention is vague, we go stricter. So we would have to treat this bread as also to everyone, as if it's Kodesh, yeah. 
I couldn't work out if you're saying actual Kodesh or like Kodesh that it's also to everyone, but basically we would go strict according to everyone. Yeah, I just... Yeah, so again, interesting. It's a valid netter. It's only a yad. Harehu is a valid netter. It's only a yad. But it's a yadayim she'enu mechichos. But Abai is saying that the price is teaching us. It takes effect. And it would be also to everyone. Oh, why does the price emphasize saying or lie? Because that's, in that case, it's forbidden to him alone. Um, just to read the run on this, he just puts it a... Um, it's, I mean, it's going um, back on a line, but I, he just expresses it slightly different. He says... He says, Harei hu belo alai. Again, this is one step back in the discussion, but he just, just to read how he phrases it. Harei hu belo alai. If a person says, Harei uhu, without saying alai, have a yad, it is a yad. Shekain derech hamisnad vimloimer, because that's how people um, donate um, korbanos. Because the, the way of hamisnad vim, those who are dedicating korbanos, to say, Harei hu korban, it is a korban. And nevertheless, the Mishnah, the Brisa, emphasized Ba'olai. We see from here that a yad that is not clear is not a yad. Again, which was, that's the introduction to the whole discussion, the whole question on Abaye, who holds that it um, that it's, is a yad. So he had to explain how does a Bai learn it. No, he learns that Allah is just emphasizing that when it would be only also to him. But not that that's the only valid yad. Okay, let's go on to the next point. Mesiva, another challenge against a Bai. says, If someone just says, This animal is a khatas, this animal is a common. So he goes to his flock, he goes to the shop and he buys a little lamb, and he says, well, This is a khatas or this is a asham. Even if it, he is liable to a chattas or an asham, lo amar klum, it's nothing. Why? Now again, this is a yad If a person, remember, a chattas and an asham cannot be bought voluntarily. That's a very important point to be aware. Because you can only bring a chattas if a person dies. And a veira that is chayev kores by mistake, then he brings a chattas. I break Shabbos by mistake. Um, what else is he? Any eats chaylev by mistake. I, those are where he is chayev a chattas. So Oshom, there's specific veiras where he's chayev and Oshom. I'm not going to go into those now. But those are only brought when you're obligated to bring a chattas and then you can bring them. Therefore, when a person says harezu chattas, this is a chattas. Very likely, again, very likely he means for my korban chattas. But it could mean I want to bring it, I want to voluntarily bring it as a korban chattas, which is invalid. Again, we'll see, let's contrast it with the next line. It says, Harezu chattasi, Harezu asham, or chattasai, Harezu ashami. If this is my chattas, this is my asham, if his words are. If he's obligated to bring a chattas or an asham, then what he says takes effect. So you have to buy this is a rejection of a buy. Why is this a rejection of a buy? Again, when a person who has to bring a korban chattas points to a lamb and says, this is my chattas. Sorry, not the... Well, if he says, this is my chattas, that's a complete expression. Obviously, it's a chattas. But what if he just says, this is a chattas? Now, most likely he means the chattas that I'm obligated to bring. 
But he could mean, oh, I want to bring a Kaaban Khatas for fun, because he's not saying this is my Khatas, this is for the Avera that I did. And therefore it's a Yad Sha'enu Mokhiyat, and it says it's, in, it's not a valid declaration of the Khatas. Which is a rejection of Abaya, because according to Abaya, everyone holds their time Shaina Mokhiyah, Mokhiyah's Banatorim are valid. So Gemaran says, no, Amar Lokha Abaya, Abaya says, for money, Rebuhudi, that's Rebuhuda. I Rebuhuda, remember, by getting said the get has to be very explicit. You need your time Mokhiyah. Because Abaya, Abaya, Huda, Amar, Anat, Amri, Afil, Rebuhuda. But didn't Abaya tell us, this is we read at the bottom of yesterday's daf, that Yad Shaina Mokhiyah, um, that, that he would fit in with Rabbi Yehuda, says Harar Bay, Abai retract from that. I, there's definitely the Tana, there's definitely Rabbi Yehuda, who holds that a Yad is only valid if it's a Yad Mochiach, I, if it is, closer to the very likely what he means, where as soon as it's a little bit ambiguous, what is the Yad that he said is not clear as to what he meant, even if we most likely know what he meant, it's not a good enough neder, and Abaya agrees with that. So now we, so, so what do we, so we've just said that Abaya, okay, so Abaya only fits in with the Rabbanon, he does not fit in with Rabbi Yehuda. So now the Gemara is going to go back to Rava, because we said that Rava explained that even he could fit in with, um, with, he obviously fits in with Rabbi Yehuda because Rabbi Yehuda says the Yad has to be Mokhiyach. But he said he can even fit in with Rabbanon. So now would you say that Rava only holds like Rabbi Yehuda and not like Rabbanon? Rabbanon says I can fit in with Rabbanon. Here, up to here, the Rabbanon only said you need your daim mochichos by gabe get. Sorry, that you don't need clear um, clear yads by get. Because a person doesn't ever divorce his friend's wife. But in all other cases, you do need your daim mochichos. Okay, this was Robert's explanation. Again, Robert said. Why Rabbi Robert says I'll hold like Rabbi Yehuda that Panadorim you need a clear a clear yad for it to be valid. Like we saw Rabbi Yehuda hold by the get he has to write this is this permits you through uh, he has to add in through this document you become free and abandoned etc. He has to be very specific. Um, now, why? But he says that the Rabbanon only argue by a get they would agree by Nadorim. Why? Because a person does not divorce another man's wife. I heard a brilliant explanation. Not going to go into the full background to the explanation. But what does it mean? Why? We're saying that Rabbanon holds by a get you don't need Yad Mokhia. But by other Nadorim, other cases, you would need a Yad Mokhia. Why are we more lenient? Why would they be more lenient by get? So the answer as given is the a person doesn't divorce his friend's wife. There's always a build-up to a divorce. And that's why there's the background. There's what's going on behind the scenes. And therefore when he actually hands over the get, it's not. Oh wow, look what he's doing. It's not like taking a netter out of the blue. It's not like someone pointing to the bread in front of them and says, behold, this is a... Um, Behold, this is to me. It's, there's the whole background, there's the whole build-up, there's the 
breakdown in the relationship up until that stage. Um, there are even those who want to bring certain ramifications from when the man, from when a man wants to decides to give a get, even if he has not yet given it. So there is this background, this build-up, and that's why by a get, according to Rabbanon, you don't need yet in Melchichot, because it's built on so much already. Whereas by uh, Nadorim and other, and maybe other cases, you would need it. Okay, so that's the Makhlok. So it just comes out that according to Abai and Robert, um, everyone agrees that Rabbi Yehuda holds you do need your Daim Melchichot. The question is, by Nadorim, do Rabbonin hold you need your Daim Melchichot? According to Robert, they would. According to Abaya, they would not. Now, Rav Papa is going to ask quite a few questions of certain cases throughout Shaf. Does a Yad work? And some of them are more similar to Nadorim, or I guess as we go in, they're more similar. But would you apply the principle of Yad or not? So he says, Boy, Rav Papa. Rav Papa asks, Yesh, like the Kiddushin or not? Is there a Yad for Kiddushin or not? Uh, what's the, um, what's the, the, the Ran explains, what's the Habamina? Now, granted, we never see any, remember, how do we know that a Yad works by? By Nadorim, because it says Nozil Hazrim, you learn a Hekesh, you have a whole drosha telling us that Yad works by Nadorim. So you might have thought that, so too, Bakib, you might use that as a general principle to the whole Torah that Yads always work. Or maybe, no, maybe the reason that a Yad takes effect by Nadorim is because there's a high level of stringency by Nadorim. What's the stringency of a letter? Is that you just say something and an item becomes forbidden to you. So since it's so... I just through speech, you say something and it becomes forbidden to you. Therefore, by... Uh, um, just say something and it becomes forbidden to you. Whereas by Kiddushin, you also need an action. You need Kesef Shtarobiyah to do Kiddushin. So there, by Nede, which is so strict that it takes effect with just speech, maybe even a Yad works. Whereas by Kiddushin, which also requires a master, maybe a Yad doesn't so work. So Kesef. Well, Kesef yeah, you have to do the action. You either have to give her a ring, yeah. and you have to give the ring. If you just say it, you just say you married, well, you have to give the star, you have to do this. So you need the action as well. So, so the more said, what's this case? Where would we think that a Yad would or would not work by Kiddushin? If you say, he says to a woman, Behold, you are married to me. And then he turns to her friend and says, And so to you. says, That's considered Kiddushin itself. What's, that's not a yad. I mean, interesting enough, yeah, we'll distinguish that by, by Nadorim, that would be considered a yad, because you're not saying the whole sentence. But by all other methods, that would be considered a 100% conclusive declaration. You are married to me. Behold, you are married. And you turn to a friend and say, so to you. So that can't be the case. He says to a woman, and he says to a friend, and you. So he says to the one woman, you are married to me. And he says to the other one, and you. He says, now, me omrin and va'at nami izis omar lo lechaverto v'tapsibok kedushin lechaverto. Is he saying, and you are also married to me. And Sorry, and you also. And therefore kedushin would take effect on this friend. Or Dilma, or perhaps he's saying, va'at chazai. 
Maybe saying, and you, will you think about it? Ah, he says to the one woman, will you marry me? And to the other one he says, and you? Ah, will you think about marrying me? does not take effect. Um, very interesting. Rand points out you have to um, you have to explain the cases where he gives basically to just put it in our context he gives the two rings to the one woman and he says because if he gave a ring to each woman he says Harad Mokudesh's Lee and you obviously they both married. He doesn't have to say, and so to you. He can just say, and you. So it must be he gave both rings to the wine woman. And he says, he says, basically with this ring, and you. Now, is that strong enough? Because he gave two rings to the wine woman. Again, that's lean strongly to say that he does want to marry her. That's why he gave the two rings to the wine woman. That's his intention. That's why he two rings. And he that says, seems to be. But it's not conclusive. Maybe he's saying, and will you think about it? He could be saying that. And therefore, again, by, um, so that's the difference. Now, interesting enough, as we pointed out, by a nedim, by nadorim, just saying, and you too. If I say, this is forbidden to me with the nedim, and this also, even though it's 100% clear what I mean, it's still a yad because it's not a clear, not a valid, because it's not a full statement. However, by kiddushin, as we've just said, that would be 100% kiddushin. That wouldn't even be considered a yad. There. And the whole question is, is a yad a certain scenario where you slightly in doubt, even though it could, it would be considered a yad mochiach, is that valid? Um, so why is there a difference? I just saw Ashra, but I think it gives just a beautiful and deeper insight. Why am I kiddushin that's saying the, ob- the very obvious, even though it's not a full statement, it's not even a yad and we take it for granted? On the other hand, it's weaker that we might not hold that in the normal case a yad is valid, whereas Banadorim we hold that a, that it's still considered a yad, granted a yad is valid, and therefore even a, a less of a statement where it's very clear what he means would be valid. So, so it comes back, the one explanation given is it comes back to the master. The, the Kiddushin has a master accompanying it. Therefore you don't need a full explanation of what you're doing. You can just say, and so to you, and give the ring. Whereas in the Dorim, the whole thing is the speech. Therefore, as soon as the speech, the, or the declaration, is slightly deficient, by deficient I mean not the full sentence, not the full story, then it's a Yad. But on the other hand, we know that a Yad works by Kiddushin, and therefore you can say, a Yad that's Mokhiach, if you can tell most likely what he means, it's valid Neder, and it would take effect, the items would become possible to him, but Bakidushin, who says that a yad works? Just because you can tell most likely what he means, that might not be good enough. That's the question Rapapa asked. Says, and then the Gemara asked, Rapapa, was this really a question to Rapapa? Was Rapapa in doubt as to whether Kiddushin, a yad could work? This again is regarding Kiddushin. This is in Meseches Kiddushin. Um, let's see if I got it right. Yeah. Um, does Shmuel really hold that a Yad that is not clear by Kiddushin is considered a Yad? Now what do we see from there? Rav Pop is asking, does Shmuel hold that a Yad that is not clear is a Yad? Michlal, 
it follows, implies, the sphere layer of property, the age like the Kiddushin, that a Kiddushin is definitely working. Otherwise, Rav Popper should have asked, does the Kiddushin, does the Yad work? Does the Kiddushin take effect? Instead, what's he asking? Does the not clear Yad work? Implying that a clear Yad would definitely work. So you, we've just said, Rav Popper asks, is there a Yad by Kiddushin? So we've just said, but doesn't Rav Popper obviously hold there's a Yad by Kiddushin? So the Gomorrah says, no, Chadamigoy, my dispirit leila Shmuel, Amr leila Baye. Yeah, of the one opinion that Shmuel said, I, which seems to contradict his other opinion, that's what Abaya was on, that's what he was asking Abaya. I am not saying, I'm not discussing what I hold. I'm not sure. Does the Yad work by Kiddushin? But according to Shmuel, I'm asking you Abaya, because, I mean, this we actually saw. By Kiddushin, we've just had a hint to see that Shmuel holds that a Yad dying Sha'ena Machiyah. Is a yad, whereas we saw on um, yesterday's daf that Shmuel holds that, or at least it seems. But either way, Banadorin Shmuel holds that you need your daimochichos. So Shmuel seems to contradict himself. That's what Rav Papa was asking Abaya. Nothing to do with whether Rav Papa's clear. Does a yad even work by kiddushin? Okay, and we leave that question, and now we go on to another one. What's this question? Boy, Rav Papa, Rav Papa asks, Is there a yad to paya or not? Paya is the corner of your field that you leave, so you declare this, this part of the field is paya. What's the case? Let's say he, he points to one bed and he says, This is paya. And then he points to the second bed and says, and this one is also. He says, That's definitely good payer. So, so ki komi boile, the case must be kagonta omar vahadin. Veloy omar nami mai. That's where he said, and this one, he did not say is also, or and so to this one. My, what's the halach in that case? Do, or what would you say? Do we say that a yad is valid? Um, yeah. Again, it's the yad mochiach that it's payah. It's very clear that he means to make a payah, but it could mean, what could it mean? This one is payah, and this one, now what he is for me or for payah. He doesn't end off his sentence, so we don't know. Okay, if he said this one is payer and this one is also, well then obviously they're both payer. The question here is just, he said, this one is payer and this one. And this one what? Right, most likely he means it is payer, but it's not 100% given that he means it's payer. Maybe he means it's uh, for me, and therefore it is not, it's, it's a yad. And the question is, does the yad take effect by payer? Now the Gomorrah is going to raise, just building on this, it's obviously we can't be, it says we're not dealing with a case where you have to give them, it seems, I think the Rabbonin, the you have to give one sixtieth of your field to Paya. Okay, the Torah, so we know from every morning, there's no Shir on Paya, you can leave one stalk left standing and that's your Paya. The Rabbonin, I think it's the Rabbonin, you have to give one sixtieth. Now, if a person has not yet given one sixtieth and he says, this bed is payer and this, 
He doesn't say, and so to this, but he just says, in this, most likely he means it's pay. That we can take as a given, he means a pay. But if he's already given one sixtieth of, as pay, he says, and this bed is pay, this bed is payer. Now he's given one sixtieth, and now he wants to add to the mitzvah and say, and so to this bed, that's where the question is. But Rav Popper is assuming that there is the possibility to add and give more than the mitzvah of payer when you've done payer, which implies that what would the limit be? So you can go, let's say you have six beds in your field, and you say to the first one, this is payer, and this one, and this one, and this one, and this one, until your whole field is payer. What's the difference between doing that or saying this one is payer and the, also this one? But so we see Rav Popper is open to the idea. It implies that if someone says my whole field is payer, it becomes payer. Let me say just when he checks it out. Um, yeah. So, so the Moran says, yes, in Vahor Tanya, as we learned in the Bryson Murnai, Shem Roy Salat, it's called Sateo Payer. If a person wants to make his, how do we know that if a person wants to make his whole field payer, Oisa, he can make his whole field payer. Talmud Lomer Pa'asa Dukha, the payer of your field, are your whole field. Now the Gemara strengthens the question, because basically up to here, why is this any difference to the question of Kiddushin? Again, it's just as we had the question about whether Yad works by Kiddushin. I almost saying, does it work by all mitzvahs or only the Dorim a Yad? Does a Yad work by all mitzvahs or does a Yad only work by the Dorim? Wouldn't that same give us the answer to Paya? So the Gemara says, no, Miyomarinam, given the Iskish the Korbanos, Paya is connected to the Korbanos. Ma Korbanos Yaish Lohem Yad, Av Paya Yaish Yad. Just as um, Korbanos have a Yad, so too, Paya has a yad. Oidilma, ki ishkish le baltacher. No, the only reason Paya is connected to korban is regarding to baltacher. If you delay, we know just as if you delay offering a korban, you punish. So too, if you delay separating Paya, who the ishkish? That's where it's connected to, but nothing to do with yad. Says Avahecha ishkish. Where do we see that it is connected? Where do we see that Paya and korbanos are connected to each other? The Tanya, as the bride, the Pasuk says, Me'imcho, when it says Me'imcho, that's referring to the parts of the field that you're supposed to leave for the poor. Just the full Pasuk is, Hashem, if someone takes a vow to Hashem, when, when he takes a vow to Hashem, you're not allowed to delay it. Now the Gemara um, makes droshes on all the followings. Because Hashem your God will surely seek it from you. From you. And it will be a sin. If you don't separate it, you'll be punished for Pachta Acher. The question is, it is slightly connected to um, Kiddushin or not. Now, just to... So, so that's Payah. Payah is more clearly connected in the Pesukim to Korbanos. So maybe just as there's a Yad by Korban, by Nere, so to there's a Yad by Payah. We're going to leave it, this question there and go on to the next question. What about Tzedakah? Is there a Yad by Tzedakah? We'll leave that for tomorrow. But I just want to go back to an interesting question by Kiddushin. There will be a little bit of a span in the works. I'll just explain this one. But Tosfos asks, and a few of the Rishonim go into this, that why would you think a Yad should work by a marriage? Again, obviously where he says a statement that it's 100% clear what he means, that's as if he said the statement. But using a yad, an, a 
non-clear partial statement, why should that work? We needed a special drasha to learn about it. Orim, why would you think it works? So just the one answer that Tosfos gives, again, there's a lot to discuss on this, but he says, the Kiddushin Nami kivain to osar lo akuli alma kahegdesh. There's an aspect of Kiddushin that he makes his wife, this woman forbidden to everyone in the world. That's very similar to making an art of Hegdash. So there is a par- there is a, a level of parallel, or there an aspect that Kiddushin and Hegdash, I Kiddushim and Adorim, are, have equivalence. Therefore, maybe just as it works by um, Nadorim, maybe you can say extended to Kiddushin. Okay, there are other answers given in it. A question on that answer, but that's one answer. Again, there is a similarity between uh, Kiddushin and uh, and Nadorim. And then the next stage that seems to have Papa asked is. Uh, so let me just check I got the right order. Even if you say Kiddushin is not a Yad, a Yad does not work by Kiddushin. We don't, it's not valid. Maybe by Paya it should be a Yad. And why Paya? Because Paya is the connection in the Pasuk, as we just saw. So that's the leg of our progression on these two questions of Rav Papa. We'll leave the chain continue tomorrow.